1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is... Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.
0: Welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman. In June 2012, the world was preparing for another half assed attempt to save itself. That's right, the Rio Earth Summit was having another shot at what it failed to do previously and what it would fail to do again and again, its bugle issue 198, warm up and melt down with me and John Oliver.
2: Top story this week, its name is Rio, and its <laughs> summit is deeply flawed. <laughs> Andy, next week. Oh, you cut, you the, cut yourself off in mid so I thought I was going to go long that song, John. Yeah, it could have gone long. It could have gone long. Leave the audience wanting slightly less. <laughs> That's always been our career motto. That's right, John. That's right. Fractionally less. Yep. Uh, Next week is the Rio Summit, or Rio Plus 20, as it's being branded, uh, to signify the fact that it was 20 years ago that 172 countries gathered in Rio for the first ever Earth Summit, and where all the global problems of pollution, overpopulation and poverty were resolved, and we all lived happily ever after. That was the intention back in 1992, anyway. What happened instead was that none of that happened at all. But it doesn't mean that it's not worth trying, because just because you fall off a bike and tumble over the edge of a cliff, breaking 32 bones before falling into the water and getting treated like a tasting menu by sharks, doesn't mean you shouldn't just pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and get back on the bike anyway. Just because we failed 20 years ago and every year since... Doesn't mean that this year won't be the year. You've got to be in it to win it. Andy.
0: <laughs> yeah, as you say, Rio plus 20, 20 years since the Rio Earth Summit of, uh, hang on, 2012, take away 20, that's 12, <laughs> in the year 12, when the world, <laughs> as one, as you said, got together and said, So, should we save this crazy old planet of ours? Yeah, 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 we should do that. They agreed. Sure thing. We should, we should def- definitely. Definitely do that. That has gone straight into our interview. Man, we are going to do some serious stuff about saving the world. Damn straight. We are going to do some stuff. And that conversation has basically carried on in exactly the same way for 20 years <laughs> until this day. But in our final round of negotiations uh, leading up to the summit which begins next Wednesday. Um, and there's still disagreements on issues like energy, water and food security in poorer countries and whether to phase out fossil fuel subsidies and boost Ocean Protection, and with three days of negotiation left, only 20% of things have been agreed. Uh Uh-huh. I guess it's never going to rush these things, John. I mean, let's take God as an example, the celebrity, former deity. He made the world in six days. Now, he rushed it out for the sake of publicity. And he got that publicity, but at the cost of a seriously botched planet. In fact, <laughs> the whole environmental problem we face today, or ignore today more realistically, comes down to the fact that God did in six days what any sensible person would have taken, I don't know, six billion fucking
2: years over. He could have ironed <laughs> out the rough edges. This year's Rio Summit, as you uh, mentioned, will supposedly focus on efforts to reduce poverty while protecting the environment. The problem with that particular combination is that it's a bit like trying to save a child from drowning with a breeze block tied to your balls. You're unfortunately making an already difficult job much, much harder. Uh, And as you say, pre-negotiations have been taking place in uh, small pre-summit and an attempt to draft this agreement before the summit starts. There have also been other key negotiations going on. The US Secret Service have been negotiating to make it absolutely clear how many local prostitutes they are or are not not allowed (laughs) to sleep with. They do not want another repeat of Colombia where there was a bit of an administrative grey area over whether or not part of their job down there was to sleep with prostitutes while leaving the president's (laughs) schedule lying around. I, I think they're wise to get that agreed up front. And uh, this draft agreement is titled The Future We Want and is apparently riddled with deletions, many instigated by the US and many by the G77 China bloc of developing nations. Uh, The US has already drafted up its own counter-document called The Future You're Getting, but (laughs) apparently that's not been accepted either. Uh, This Rio draft, with uh, currently around 20% agreement, has been criticised in some quarters as being way too lenient on businesses, especially major banks and commodity corporations. The main semantic sticking point is who the we in the future we want is referring to. (laughs) Because that basically informs the content of the rest of the document. Greenpeace want we to refer to humanity in general, and the US want we to refer specifically to the US government and select major multinationals. (laughs) America has said that they're willing to meet in the middle as long as the middle is in the centre of their own proposal.
0: (laughs) Well, that just goes to show, John, you cannot spell future
2: without (laughs) F-U. The executive director of Greenpeace weighed in on this upcoming summit saying the Rio Earth Summit will not bring about the future we want. It will provide a stark and distressing reminder of the present we have. Going on to say a world in which public health... Human rights and sustainable development are subordinate to private profit, shallow national interest and business as usual. At which point most of the G8 countries suddenly jumped up and said, that's it. That is the perfect wording for the document. (laughs) Let's go with that. Uh, We will solemnly work together to achieve a world in which public health, human rights and sustainable development are subordinate to private profit, shallow national interest and business as usual. What a beautiful sentence. That is poetry. All of those who agree with that, raise your hands. Okay, now just all the countries who can't, raise your hands. Wow, it's unanimous. That is the future we want. Print out a thousand copies and throw them at the press. I am going to lunch.
0: <laughs> In this draft agreement, as I said, would improve energy, food and water security.
2: And I really like that
0: as an idea, John. But you have to ask, at what cost? Because, like any other Westerner, I am quite prepared to let millions of poor people die unnecessarily due to water, food and energy shortages to sure. sustain my own lifestyle. But the question is, how many millions of people? You know... We're talking 20 million a year. I mean, I reckon I can steal my soul to cope
2: with that. But
0: if it goes much above 20 million, I'm afraid something is going to have to be done.
2: Uh, It must be a truly demoralising area to work in because clearly the numbers here don't look good for next week's summit. Since the last uh, Rio summit, 20 years ago, uh, the Earth's population has gone up by 22%. uh, Seafood consumption has gone up by 32%. Meat consumption has gone up by 26%, meaning that the planet's general has gone up at least 64%. We consume so much now that apparently over one and a half planets are currently needed to meet consumption demands. And, again, there, when I say we consume so much, that we clearly refers mainly to America and Europe, who both see natural resources as very much an all-you-can-eat buffet. If you're not slightly ashamed of yourself by the time you're leaving, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. (laughs) It would be easy to go into this summit, cynical, and depressed. Uh, I believe it starts on Wednesday, this summit, which is why it's so important for people to try to be upbeat. Uh, in a widely circulated editorial, former Soviet President Mikhail Gorbachev, uh, who now runs uh, Green Cross International, contrasted the optimism and hope of the Rio Earth Summit 20 years ago with the cynicism and despair surrounding this one. Uh, so it was lucky that Jim Leap, the head of the World Wildlife Fund, had an inspiring speech to give us. To lift our hearts as we go into next Wednesday, he said, we are facing two likely scenarios. An agreement so weak it is meaningless or complete collapse. (laughs) Neither of these options would give the world what it needs. Wow, that is negative, Andy. I mean, I'm not saying that Jim Leap is wrong, but holy shit, that is pessimistic. That is a man who could not give a good half-time team talk. All right, team, gather around. Now, look. I know things look bad out there, but if we really dig deep, if we give everything we have out there, then we have two likely scenarios. We either get completely humiliated or we get comprehensively destroyed. <laughs> now get out there and take the crushing defeat that now seems inevitable. <laughs> Let's do this!
0: <laughs> to quote Giovanni Trapattoni, the island <laughs> manager from last night's game with Spain. So... There's this uh, question about phasing out fossil fuel subsidies and trying to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels. I think this is the wrong way of going about it, John. I think we should be encouraging people to use more fossil fuels by a significant amount, because history has shown time and again, like the smug little know-all, I-told-you-so condescending shit that it is, that the human soul responds to nothing other than deadlines. Are we to use our fossil fuels as quickly as possible to give ourselves no option other than not to use fossil fuels. Because realistically, the way the human brain works, we're not going to do anything about this until we all open our curtains every morning to see polar bears wrestling penguins on our front gardens. (laughs) So the Green Movement, for the long-term good of the planet and the environment, should be encouraging people to be as environmentally irresponsible as possible. It's a lost leader.
2: Uh, The odds are obviously stacked against anything significant being achieved during this summit. It's uh, coming in the middle of a pretty tricky political period with the US presidential election later this year an impending change of leadership in China and with many nations experiencing very serious financial issues. Not only that, but it seems like not only do most key world leaders not care about any of the issues involved enough, it seems they can't even be bothered to turn up either. President Obama, Prime Minister David Cameron, Angela Merkel and scores of other leaders have chosen not to be there next week and instead are sending inflatable versions of themselves saying, (laughs) seriously, I give you my word that they will pay exactly as much attention as I was going to anyway. Please keep me away from candles.
0: That was another top story. Thank you very much for listening. Now do pop over to The Mothership and listen to the latest issue of The Bugle Podcast. It's like top stories, but longer and from now.
1: Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into.